0: Welcome to the Commune Podcast. My name is Jeff Krasnow. Today's episode titled, How to Eat Healthy from a 7-Eleven is the product of some in the field research. As you will hear, I spent a Sunday morning meandering the aisles of a local 7-Eleven store in search of healthy food options. This project might sound akin to finding a yoga mat at a Jets game, but you might just be surprised at what I discovered. Okay, but before I jump in, I am so grateful to those of you who write us reviews on Apple Podcasts that we created a special offer just for you, 30 days of free commune membership. That's all access for a whole month. Just scroll down to the review section and tap write a review. Then email support at onecommune.com with a screenshot of your review, preferably a glowing one, to receive your free all access for 30 days. And while you're there, make sure you're subscribed. Okay, so one of Commune's primary missions from inception was to democratize access to well being. And this objective has shaped our business model and is the reason why we offer a tremendous amount of content for free, including right here on the podcast. Now, too often, healthy lifestyles have been reserved for the affluent. Indeed, While hyperbaric chambers and float tanks and cryotherapy are intriguing innovations, they are simply beyond the means of many people and redolent of elitism. Most of the basic protocols that confer health benefits are free. In fact, many of them are older than fiat currency. Fasting intelligently actually saves you money. Almost everyone can access a cold stream of water. There's no credit card required for getting light in the morning, as no one has yet found a way to charge for the sun. I'm sure it's coming. Meditation is free and can sometimes set you free. Walking does not require a membership, nor do push-ups. Connecting your bare feet to the ground or your bare soul to your neighbors comes with no fee. Adopting these practices will take you a long way to becoming your healthiest self. But what about food, glorious food? Purchasing nutrient-dense organic whole food is unduly expensive, hands down. And while farmers markets and organic grocers have expanded their respective footprints, healthy food remains cost-prohibitive and unavailable to many, many people. 20 million Americans live in complete food deserts with limited access to a supermarket. Of course, what lines the aisles of most grocery stores is as much of a problem as inaccessibility. The constellation of big food, industrial agriculture, and governmental policy colludes to produce a Surfeit of refined, shelf-stable, cheap calories under the true cost of production. This foodstuff is leveraging our biology against us. Plain and simple, it is making us sick. Now, I've often quipped, you can pay the farmer or you can pay the pharmacist. A lifetime supply of statins or insulin or metformin is likely going to cost you more than fresh veggies. But insurance doesn't cover vegetables, and this statement assumes there's even a farmer around to pay. Now, while shopping at the convenience store often leads to a very inconvenient assortment of diseases, in many cases, it is the only option. So in light of this problem, I spent last Sunday morning on a research project to determine the 11 healthiest food options at 7-Eleven. Is there a way to shop affordably at a convenience store and eat healthy? That was the question. So a couple of asterisks. I am not contending that shopping at 7-Eleven is a preferable choice. Cooking your own food is almost always gonna be a healthier choice than buying prepackaged food. But if your options are limited through time, money, or access, or if you're traveling, I think it's important to know the alternatives. So while the food that I identified represents the best options, none of them are organic, with a few exceptions. So they might have been grown with pesticides and herbicides, and they also may contain harmful antibiotics. I don't address that. Lastly, the 7-Eleven that I visited is in the San Fernando Valley, just north of Los Angeles. The prices at this 7-Eleven, given its location, will be 25 to 50% higher than in areas with cheaper rent. Now, I cannot guarantee that the items that I've picked out are available at all 7-Elevens. For example, there was one pre-packaged salad at my 7-Eleven, which made the list. Is this Cobb salad available in Arkansas? I don't know. Of course, 99.5% of the foodstuffs on the shelves are pure crap at any 7-Eleven. The range of candy products is jaw-dropping i mean who knew there was 20 different varieties of skittles now i won't dwell too much on the ubiquity of sugar-laden products but the top three ingredients in skittles are sugar corn syrup which is also sugar and hydrogenated palm kernel oil there are 43 grams of sugar in a serving size and then we wonder why 50 percent of americans have diabetes or prediabetes. Well, sharing these same Isle Skittles are an ample selection of pharmaceutical products. The irony here is thick. Sell them the food that makes them sick, then sell them the medicine. That is a superlative business model. Okay, so here's what I was looking for. Number one, sufficient protein. Number two, minimal ingredients, additives, and preservatives. Number three, some fiber. Number four, minimal added sugar. Number five, not too many calories. And number six, organic where possible. Here's what I wasn't looking for. Number one, micro and phytonutrients. Not because they're not important, but because it would be so difficult to find them. Number two, essential fats. There are some omega-3s here and there, but they're hard to find. Okay, so here are my results of the top 11 healthiest foods in no particular order. Okay. Let me start with the Amy's broccoli and cheddar bake. Now this is the most expensive item at $9 and 29 cents. This option is actually organic. It has a solid amount of protein at 17 grams, quite a lot of carbs at 50 grams. Now you're getting almost 25% of your total overall daily calories here with 460. Okay, number two is a banana, which reps as the only whole food in the store. Lots of potassium and decent vitamin C and magnesium, but not much else going on there. Number three, the 7-Eleven private label California Cobb salad, ringing in at $6.49. Now, the cob is pretty satiating with a good amount of water volume and 25 grams of protein. Pretty good. Next on the list is Chobani Greek yogurt, the only other organic option. Now yogurt is a very solid source of protein with 12 grams per serving. And for only $2.79, that's a good deal. The downside, 9 grams of added sugar. Okay, number 5 and 6 are both protein bars. First is the Quest protein bar coming in at an impressive 20 grams of protein. The RX bar is $3.49 versus $3.99, but only has 12 grams of protein, though the RX bar was impressive in terms of its minimal ingredients, all things that I can actually pronounce. At number seven, I have, drum roll please, the Jack Link's beef jerky. Now, obviously this is factory farm meat, but the protein load is decent. Why they have to add seven grams of sugar per serving? is beyond me. I don't know. Why do they do that? Number eight is the 7-Eleven private label whole cashews, solid magnesium, iron, and protein, but holy calories, 510 per serving, overwhelmingly from fat. Now remember, fat is the most caloric macronutrient at nine calories per gram. One serving of cashews has 40 grams of fat. So if you're eating nuts by the handful and gaining weight now you know why still in comparison to most options at 7-eleven cashews make the list okay numbers nine and ten are similar in nutrition profile we have the hormel canned chicken breast and the bumblebee chunk light tuna the chicken is one dollar and ten cents more per serving now they're both extremely lean very little fat Virtually all the calories are coming from protein. They each boast a whopping 22 grams. Now in terms of pure value, both these items would be at the top of the list. Last but not least, coming in at number 11 is the canned Del Monte green beans. Now green beans are pretty neutral in terms of macros. Their role here is fiber, about three and a half grams per serving, and they'll only set you back a dollar per serving. Okay. There you have the top 11 options. So the next big question, how could you eat exclusively and affordably from a 7-Eleven across an entire day? So I Tetris together a couple of options and my nutrition goal here was a hundred grams of protein in between 1,700 and 2,000 calories. So you're getting your protein to maintain muscle mass, et cetera your calorie restricting or calorie controlling just a little bit you're trying to find that middle path so here we go with option one for breakfast the chobani yogurt and banana lunch salad the cob add canned chicken plus one serving of the green beans and an rx bar uh, afternoon snack some cashews and for dinner amy's broccoli and cheddar bake Add another can of chicken, plus one serving of green beans. Now, this combination yield a very impressive 127 grams of protein, 2,080 calories, and really seems like quite a bit of food. You could certainly skip the cashews and save some calories. Now, this rather beefy menu costs $37.32. That's pretty expensive, but again, these are Los Angeles area prices. Now, option two was a rather tedious one, and that was eating four Cobb salads. Now, this relatively unimaginative choice yielded 100 grams of protein and 1,680 calories for $25.96. That's not bad. Now, there are many different combinations to this lock, and if you're interested, email me at jeffk at onecommune.com, and I'll send you my handy-dandy spreadsheet. And you can tinker around with it. You can also put in other foods and use it just as a guide in general. So I will also mention that there were many wolves in sheep's clothing lurking mostly in the refrigerated section. So the naked mighty mango juice presents itself as a healthy option. A 15.2 ounce bottle has, get this, 57 grams of sugar. And it was $5.19 to boot. Another deceptive drink was Health Aid Kombucha, which contained 17 grams of carbs, including 12 grams of added sugar. And I thought drinking fermented mushrooms was supposed to be good for you. So while it is possible to piece together some semblance of a healthy regime from a convenience store, the moral of the story is this we really need to upend our food system. It should not be so difficult to access healthy food we need a new farm bill that really supports farmers too many farmers are barely scraping by with subsidies that incentivize the planting of gmo cash crops this system allows big food to produce ultra processed crap under its true cost they then turn around and sell it both cheaply and profitably now the result of this vicious cycle is cresting rates of chronic disease. Just imagine if we could sell regeneratively and organically grown products under their true cost of production. Well, that's a separate article or piece of legislation. In the meantime, we must fend for ourselves and leverage the knowledge that we have to live the healthiest that we can. And I hope this episode helps. Okay, thanks a lot for listening to The Commune Podcast. If you enjoy this content, share it with a friend, and feel free to email me with suggestions and criticism of the constructive variety at jeffk at onecommune.com. That's all from the Commune for today. My name is Jeff Krasnow, and I am here for you.